inspired by a galaxy far, far away, you're listening to Force Fan Podcast. Star Wars and drinking. Star Wars and drinking. And what a wonderful way to start off another casual episode. <laughs> it's Tuesday, but this week has already been kind of crazy for both of us, so we're just taking it chill. Yeah, last week we didn't record for reasons. This week we're recording for reasons. <laughs> but this week yes. it's therapy. It's we need an outlet. We need to talk Star Wars. I, I, I like talking to Cat Ray. I like, I like seeing Cat Ray's face. Yes. <laughs> For the audience, I'm having a fake Moscow mule, but it is in a copper cup, so it counts. It does totally count. <laughs> Kids, don't drink and drive. <laughs> wear your mask. Wear your mask. <laughs> Be responsible. Uh, not really related to the drinking, but yes, good advice anyway. Wear a mask, please. <laughs> if you wear your mask, you can't drink. <laughs> 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 anyway, so Star Wars. Um, we'll just dive right in because we got a kind of surprise announcement, at least one that I was not expecting. It was just kind of like, oh, hello. Um, but today they announced a whole quote unquote publishing program uh, based around The Mandalorian, which I think... You know, we previously kind of talked about, like, oh, it's kind of interesting that there haven't been any books or comics announced. And Lucasfilm was Here like, Here we go. Hold my yeah. beer. <laughs> I suspect that this stuff, maybe some of it was going to be revealed at Celebration, potentially. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And so they sweet. may just kind of be trickling out announcements now um, as we enter July and August because there's not a celebration. Like, you know, maybe this was going to have been at one of the publishing panels or something. I don't know. Um, but that's I'm excited. A, that's a good observation, though. You're probably right. Like, why would they wait so long and then suddenly just drop it randomly at the end of June? Totally yeah. makes sense that this was a celebration <laughs> thing. That's he- that's can- canon now. That's my head canon. That, yeah. Um. So we're getting a bunch of stuff. We're getting an art book, an adult original novel, a visual guide. There's going to be comics from both Marvel and IDW. There's going to be a junior novelization there and some other books. Um, so we're getting kind of the full slate for the show, um, which is exciting. I'm definitely looking forward to. I mean, I read that and I was like, yes, sign me up. Pre-order all the things. Um, right now, <laughs> the only ones that you can pre-order, I believe, are the art book and the, the novel. original novel, which are both slated to come out in December. So just in time for Christmas. Oh, we got a ways to wait then. Yeah. So it's going to be after the second season. Right. Okay. Um. So I was, so- I was thinking we'd get like an an uh, origin story kind of thing where he was like, you know, we saw him be rescued in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. So I thought we were getting that whole backstory. But now that it's coming after, I didn't know that. That, that kind of yeah. makes me question that. I don't know. I'm so the the author that's writing the currently untitled and 
coverless, <laughs> um, cover what not final, terrible title. novel, <laughs> terrible title. Yeah. Who thought that up? Um, is Adam Christopher who wrote has previously written a stranger things tie-in novel and i think another video game novel because i went to his website earlier today and he also had a story in the original uh fakpov and is writing another one for the empire strikes back oh excellent which which did you write yes. He wrote and <laughs> I read it while I was at work. To- oh, wait. Um, I read it today. <laughs> uh, don't, don't spill your drink. When I had a few minutes <laughs> of downtime, he the story that he wrote in the FACPOV for A New Hope is called End of Watch. And it takes place on the Death Star um, as Luke and Han are breaking into the cell block to rescue Princess Leia. Okay, I think I remember that one. Yeah, it's from an Imperial point of view. It's a stormtrooper, right? Uh, not a stormtrooper, no. It's um a commander. Oh, somebody, okay. somebody in a uniform. Yes, I was uh, thinking, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He's having an affair. The, the commander's having an affair with someone, though, isn't he? No, that's the stormtrooper. That's the stormtrooper one. Okay, so yeah. I'm confusing it with the stormtrooper. Yeah, one. I know which one you're thinking of, yeah. but you. <laughs> it's the stormtrooper that's having an affair with someone, not the commander. So anyway, so I go back so and read he that. he. <laughs> so he has previously, and we'll. I mean, when we'll get a short story from him in November when the Empire Strikes Back. Um, from a certain point of view book comes out Woo! so but that's literally so i've not obviously read the stranger things tie-in because i haven't watched stranger things and <laughs> so like literally the short story is all that i know but the short story is good i mean it's i enjoy it so i think i will be able to read his style of writing easily and it will be enjoyable on a scale it, of yeah, I'll read it to give it to me now. Where does this fall? Um, I would like to have a little bit more detail, but I mean, we've talked in our Mandalorian discussions about how we fell in love with this show a lot more than we thought we would. So I'm definitely in the, you know, my interest is highly peaked. Um because I did end up loving the show a lot more than I thought I would. So I'm curious as to when the novel's going to be set in the timeline, um, what it's going to involve, if we'll see any of the characters that we've met. Um, yeah. So I'm definitely, I'm interested, highly interested. I'm sure you'll be able to read it in one, one sitting. <laughs> Maybe not one sitting, but <laughs> one and a half. A cup, one and a half. Yeah, a couple of days. Um, well, I might have to put it on my Christmas list and wait for Christmas. So we'll see. Well, that's exciting. But I'm excited about. I'm also really excited, honestly, about the art book because, like, they've shared a bunch of the concept art, but it'll be amazing to have a big coffee table book of that. Um, How many art books do you have, like Star Wars art books? I have a lot of the Star Wars ones. So I have all of the ones that have come out 
in the Disney era, except for actually, I realize I still don't have the Tross one. <laughs> but, eh. uh, I will I will get it eventually. No, don't laugh. I also have the making of solo book. Hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's not really technically an art book, but it's five. And then I have a bunch of other art books from other stuff, like I have Into the Spider-Verse, and I actually have Ooh. I actually have from my dad, I have old art books of A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. Like their paper, like these are like vintage, probably worth some money that I stole from my dad. Sorry, um, <coughs> that he loaned to me permanently. <laughs> so I love art books because it's just I just there, you know. There's always like the concept art is so cool to see, like ideas that they were toying with and kind of like what directions they took and. It's usually all very pretty, and so you can just kind of like flip through the art books. <laughs> Totes. You don't necessarily even have to read them. You can just look at all the pretty pictures and it's well <laughs> worth it. And there have been a lot of pretty pictures for the Mandalorian and they've got some really great concept artists. So, Yeah, say what you will about the Mandalorian. There's no denying the visual appeal of the entire thing. The design of the show is just next level. I have to say I'm also actually really excited to see what they're going to do comics-wise for The Mandalorian. Unless, like, an ongoing serial serial or um, limited run comic. But um, since IDW is listed as one of the comics publishers and they do the Star Wars adventures, I think there's some great comedic potential there to see IG-11. Um <laughs> you know, maybe outside of his uh, <laughs> work with the Mandalorian or um, Queel or something like that. So I'm actually really excited about that because those comics have been super enjoyable. And I think there's there could be some some hidden gems in there. So I'm really excited about that, too. Can you probably I know you have already told me this, but I forgot. Can you uh, tell me the difference between Marvel stuff and IDW stuff? Um, okay, so Marvel and IDW are different comics publishers. Mm -hmm. And the Marvel comics tend to be the more kind of ongoing, um, I would say, quote unquote, adult um cool, comics cool. so it's <laughs> not in the like graphic adult sense but more of the like kind of more mature <laughs> storytelling um and ongoing serials and kind of i guess what i would say like canon or close to canon stories whereas idw publishes i would say more well not idw as a whole but the star wars adventures line that they have is kind of a more kid or you know like young adult focused um mm. tact and so the the stories they tell are not typically serial stories. It's more kind of one-off. So, like, they're doing the Clone Wars battle tales and that are now finally coming out now that we've gotten through some of the, the COVID stuff. And, you know, they've done the Star Wars adventures and they've done... Um, um, you know, wrap-ups of all the movies or, like, movie... Um, comic versions of the the movies and stuff like that so so it's a little there that that particular one is kind of aimed i would say a little bit younger but they're still really enjoyable to read 
IDW as a whole, though, has a whole separate, you know, they publish a lot more than that. And it's not all like, quote unquote, kid friendly, because I've read some other stuff from IDW and it's definitely more adult. (laughs) 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 Not for the kids, necessarily. Yeah. (laughs) Talk talk later about that. Put put a pin in that. But basically what I'm understanding, uh, other than just like the one off aspect, it's comparable to uh, Disney publishing and. And, uh, yes, Del Rey, I would say basically. so. And Del Rey, yes, okay. I would say it's similar to that. Yeah, where you know the Del Rey tends to be the more adult, full length novels, and the Disney publishing line is kind of more YA. And it would—it's the same thing with Marvel and IDW. Do we like but put it yeah. in? <laughs> <laughs> Although. E.K. Johnston did slip a couple of swears into the most recent um, Padme novel, Padme book. So, you know, edgy. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my. Someone's feeling really edgy right now. (laughs) Uh, In other book news... (laughs) In other book news, um, it was confirmed or actually reconfirmed that there's going to be a second star wars archive book uh by paul duncan so that's gonna focus on the prequel area of 1999 to 2005 and previously um these have been published by toshin which is a many hundreds of dollars that are like kind of like collectors items or like really thorough um in-depth books and i got the original star wars archives book and this thing is like 14 pounds it's huge like it would take up half my table this thing is giant um it comes in a carrying case (laughs) Anyway, so there's going to be a prequel one of those, and you know that I am really flippin' excited for that, because apparently, and Paul, um, oh great, now I have to look up his name, uh, on the internet, or no, Phil, oh my gosh, not Paul, Phil, (laughs) Phil Stozik, um, who works with Lucasfilm, um, yeah, Phil Stozik, um, Confirm that there's going to be previously unseen concept art that's going to be published in this book. Anyway, it's going to be huge and it's going to cover the prequels and it's coming out this fall (laughs) and it's going to be amazing. It's got a bright red cover. It's going to look so good. I'm so excited when I saw that, but I was a little amused today when I did a search for it. They actually announced this last year at like celebration or around the time of celebration and everyone is completely forgotten that this book even existed (laughs) uh and it's only like in the past week that people are like oh yeah this is a thing that's happening but this is a thing that's happening and it's gonna be really awesome oh okay so i just looked it up i remember going through this book the the first one the 77 to 83 Mm -hmm. a while ago where did i get the well i got my hands on it somehow and i went through it i they have them at barnes and noble I think, or you can order them through Barnes and Noble because I did a Google search for this earlier. So, um, you might be able to, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So I will admit that I have not read every single page of the Star Wars archives book I have because (laughs) it's giant. 
But just going through it, like, there's so many, you know, behind the scenes photographs and all these little tidbits. And, uh, you know, it's it's basically like a treasure trove. I mean, that's what they're doing. Like, so Paul Duncan has gotten access to both George Lucas's archives and the Lucasfilm archives. And he has basically gone through all of that and pulled out, like, everything related to you know, whatever it is that he's writing. So he did this with the original trilogy, and now he's doing it with the prequel trilogy. So I'm excited about that. It's going to be awesome. It's pretty legit. Yes, yeah. $200 legit. I mean... <laughs> you do if you. it follows the price point of the other one. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, We've said it before, we'll say it again. We love that the prequels have been getting a lot of love these last few years. Me especially, but also Adrian, uh, uh, all of us. It's not a competition, Kat. No, you're right. God. No, it's it's nice to see that there are many corners of Star Wars fandom that actually really appreciate the prequels or have come to appreciate the prequels even. Like, there's a lot of people that more recently have been like, you know, actually, these are okay. And that's awesome. And, and I can't wait for in another 10 years. <laughs> when we can finally get past the sequel trilogy. When we can finally bullshit. start appreciating the sequel trilogy. Yes, exactly. Oh my god, yes. Like my god, people. It's like you don't look you don't learn from our history, but whatever. That's that's what we're whatever. gonna talk about. I mean, Adrian, we could say that about pretty much all history. Look what's going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the same thing in a much smaller more way more niche bubble um yes so anyway so that is another book we have to look forward to we're getting spoiled um we also stumbled across and this is on starwars.com um some new art for the upcoming dark legends book which has adrian really excited let me tell you yeah (laughs) what is exciting about this specifically for you adrian Dude, there's a freaking wolfman with a blaster on one of the <laughs> promo images, and then you got, like, this deformed Igor-type guy with the Exegol yeah. image. Mm-hmm. Like, as a horror fanatic, as a horror fiend, this is just, like, this is catnip to me, man. That wicked yeah, curved the- lightsaber? Like, what is yes. that? Like, oh my the goodness. Image- the image on Exegol is pretty... That's disturbing, and I'm here ooh, for it. Pretty freaky, yeah. It's like force lightning and a like force whip or weird... It's like a hook saber. I don't, yeah. I don't know what to... What and some golemy creature? Yeah. So... That wh- looks that looks very creepy. What I'm getting right now is it's going to be... You're going to get your campy type of horror type of vibes. You know, we, you get a wolf man, so okay, we got our camp, we got our classic type of homages... But they're also not too afraid to go a little too a little darker than that with that Exegol yeah. image. Yeah. So it's to me, as again as a horror fan, it just seems like I'm gonna get a nice variety of uh of horror stories set in Star Wars. I think I think there are supposed to be six total. Cool. So And then there's that's... that awesome image of Vader with the Imperial officer just reflected in his eyes, final moments. Yeah, the Imperial <laughs> officer does not look uh does not look very thrilled. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry, it's seven. There are seven stories in this in this particular book. Excellent. So 
I want to say go. I see a lightsaber in that reflection, too. It kind of looks like a lightsaber. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there's just so so much to love in all this. Like when he showed me the Wolfman thing right now, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Full moon you behind were, him and everything. Yeah. You were really excited. It was cute. <laughs> you should have waited until we were uh, recording. Yeah, I should have waited now. until now. Oh, missed my chance. Could have been the vodka doing some of that, too, but. <laughs> no, the illustrations look good. Um, I need to finish reading the original Myths and Fables book, but I'm looking forward to this one, too, with kind of the creepy tales. I mean, I grew up in the, area, the era of um, scary stories to tell in the dark, those books, <laughs> and I had Just all three of those growing up, and I loved reading those. Um, so I'm looking forward to this. I hope there's kind of, kind of that similar vibe. So this is Disney publishing, I'm guessing. Um, I have the article pulled up on starwars.com. Uh, it does not, it does not say, it does not say who's publishing it in this article. I have the article up too. Uh, you double checking me? I'm not crazy. Available to pre-order. Oh, it takes me to Disney Books when I click the pre-order button. Oh, okay. I didn't actually click. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it's Disney publishing. Yeah. So probably Age nothing range, too eight to twelve. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not Scary too stories. spooky then. Scary stories to tell in the dark, man. But Star Wars. That's true. I reread a lot of the spooky, scary stories to tell in the dark, and a lot of those were probably a not. A lot of those are freaky. Like, those are, uh, this is a kid book. Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it is Star Wars, so, you know, I'm sure they will be tempered a little bit. But um, I recently had a friend ask me about an adult novel, an adult Star Wars novel, um, that was part of the EU, but it's part of like the Clone Wars publishing. And she was like, oh, have you read this? You know, my son really wants to read it. And I was like, well, I haven't. But, you know, it is Star Wars. So there's not going to be really anything too graphic <laughs> in it. You know, you can probably be reassured that, <laughs> that it that it will be OK. So have them read Last Shot. So they can get <laughs> Tweetling Butt and Tweetling butt, uh. a bunch of gnarly body horror. Yeah, that's true. Tweetling Butt, Wookie Limbs. <laughs> Dude, I've like forgotten all of this, but now you're bringing it back up. Dude, last shot left a left a imprint on me, man. It, it yeah, that was one Look, of that if is anybody the, if anybody deserves some Tweetling Butt. Land. <laughs> uh, I mean, my headcanon is that they totally had a kid together, and that's the child that was stolen by the First Order, but I'm also two cups in right now, so we won't go down that rabbit hole, because otherwise we'll get lost. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that in the next uh, drinking episode. Yeah. Random Star Wars headcanons that Cat has, Cat and Adrian have. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh finally or finally 
Um, lastly, we didn't mention this in our last kind of casual episode, but, uh, the Jedi Temple Challenge hosted by Ahmad Best, um, dropped on the Star Wars YouTube, or Star Wars Kids YouTube channel, uh, on June 10th. And I think they've been releasing new episodes every week. And I watched the, so I've only watched the one episode, um, with my kids, but it was it was pretty cute. I I enjoyed it. I mean, it very much feels like it's oriented to kid t- more toward kids and not necessarily toward adults. But the contestants are kids, so that makes sense. And I definitely don't begrudge them that in any way. Um, so it's canon. My kids right? really, my kids really enjoyed it. Actually, they were really getting into it. Like you know, like rooting on oh, yeah? teams of kids that were competing and. So it was it was cute to see. We've only watched the one episode, um, but they got into it, and I thought it was cute. You know, it has very like if you're a '90s kid like me, where your kind of formative years, what you remember the most, were in the '90s. Um, <laughs> you know, it very kind of has that like old school Nickelodeon, you know, Legends of the Hidden Temple feel to it, where they've got you know they're it's very like in universe and they're doing these challenges. Um. And I'd love to have an adult version of that because I think it would be a lot of fun to you know, try to do some of these things as an adult. <laughs> so um, something to aspire to. <laughs> Maybe at Celebration in 2022, they can set up like a Jedi Temple Challenge course, you know? <laughs> that would be awesome, actually. I don't know if they have that idea, but somebody. What about what about they do that? But it's for it's for tickets to celebration. You get a ticket if you complete the course. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would do. I mean, yes, I would do that. That that'd be legit. I think it. I think it would be fun. Yeah. So right now there are actually there are four episodes up. So they released two initially, and then they've been releasing one per week after that. So I don't know. Um, I don't know how long the quote unquote season is going to be. Um, but. Anyway. But let me ask you it's though. It's fun. It's um, cute. The the Jedi character, he's canon, right? Like they really seem to build some mythology from what I've read. I haven't seen the show, but they build mythology around the host. I think so. I think um, it's there's Kelleran, some sort of canon adjacent thing. Yeah, there. Kelleran Beck is a mod best's character. And um I think, yes, I mean, I think he's kind of been written into the canon as, you know, he was a Jedi Master, uh, <laughs> you know, during during the prequel era or whatever. So, you know, it's really nice to see Ahmad Best, like, back kind of in the Star Wars family, and it's clear that he's having a really fun time with it, so that makes me happy. That's legit. Yeah. Thank you, Disney, for showing even more prequel love to Star Wars. <laughs> through this way because that's anything about it this is prequel love yes so if you haven't watched it i would say you know give it give an episode a go like it's definitely aimed at kids but it's it's cute it's fun you know you can tell the kids are are having a good time it's like no one's feelings are getting hurt you know it's very (laughs) gentle in that respect they're not like oh you're cut from the from the jedi order (laughs) i was because i was a little bit worried i honestly i was like how are they going to do this like the kids that don't make it to the to the next round but they chop um, off their hands yeah (laughs) 
they are not given a seat on the council. <laughs> we do not give you the rank of master. Um, they are. It's. <laughs> they are put on the low ground. <laughs> they are sent to Octo. And <laughs> that'd be legit. You get you that get banished to Octo. That that'd be. No, they're just, they're like sent <laughs> back to the temple for more training. It's very, you know, it's not. <laughs> they're sent to the Jedi temple at the beginning of Order 66. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I can't. That, that is mean. I can keep it anyway. going. Star Wars is tragic. Yeah, it is. Um, they get sent to Alderaan. <laughs> Anyway, the show is you very You know, because Alderaan blows um, up, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get, yeah, it. I get it. get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> anyway, the show is very cute. So if you haven't given it a watch, you know, just try it. You might find it fun. I believe Sam Witwer makes um, a voice guest appearance as the dark side um, because the dark side is also there tempting these kids, so I was in hoping the kind of, for in the final challenge. Yeah, Kenobi. Kenobi. <laughs> blah 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 blah. <laughs> so there's, I think there's, there's a lot of little Easter eggs that I'm sure I don't get, but I've seen other people talk about. Um, so that's cool. I'm glad it's uh, cute. Glad you and your kids had a fun time watching that first yes, episode. Yeah, you should and totally was, follow up on it. I know, I know, I need to. I kind of forced them to watch it, but then they got into <laughs> it. So I was like, no, we're watching this because I want to. <laughs> and they were like, Mom, I don't we know. want to watch Power Rangers. And I was like, no, we're going to watch this. <laughs> Power Rangers. <laughs> Is that still the same song? We'll talk later about that. I don't want to go on a tangent. <laughs> I don't know. Um... <laughs> There are all different kinds of Power Rangers now. Anyway. Yeah. Back in my um, day, there was one. <laughs> well, now there's like... 10 billion. Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying, I grew up with the original Power Rangers, and it is terrible. It is horrible. Well, spoiler alert, so, so are good. the new ones. But so good, yeah. <laughs> Nothing has changed. It's amazing for the intended audience, but yes, if you yes. go back, if you go back to rewatch any of them, my God, you better have some alcohol handy just nearby. Done. Preferably with a group of friends so you could just laugh. Because that nostalgia, uh, the, re- the rose-tinted nostalgia glasses, they're going to fall off real quick. <laughs> Uh, so should we move on to our final segment? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on, yeah, take a drink. Okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. All right. So we're <laughs> our final segment <clears throat> is one that you were euphemistically calling Crate of Salt. Um, now that we've been talking and loosened up, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the most... <laughs> the most latest wow the latest most recent uh rumor <laughs> floating around the interwebs um which is that lucasfilm is looking to what did the article say ignore or discard reset the reset reset the timeline by ignoring reset the sequel the trilogy timeline and ignore the sequel trilogy um 
you know, but before we get that much that farther into it, <laughs> I think it's important for us to say a little PSA here. I think it's important to mention that you know there are a few probable uh, there are a few rules to live by when you're uh, part of the Star Wars fandom or any fandom for that matter, and you come across quote unquote news. Number one, always <laughs> check your sources. Mm-hmm. Just because it comes up on your Facebook feed or you see an Instagram post about it or it's on Twitter doesn't mean it's actually news. Check the sources. Number two, a YouTube channel run by a dude <laughs> with a bunch of... Or fun- anyone, not just a dude, but... It's usually case, a dude with a bunch dude. of Funko Pops <laughs> in the background. That is not a legit source, Okay. If anything, check his source or her source. Check the YouTuber source. If they don't have any, if their source is, I got it, you know, I heard it through the grapevine that, uh, or anything like along those lines. No, no, no. You, 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 if you stop playing that video, you do not give them your attention. And number three, after you've checked the sources, after you've uh, watched the YouTube video or the blog or what have you, ask yourself, does this really need to be spread around the internet a bit more? Do I really want to share this? Is it really worth sharing? Is it really worth sharing that Disney is thinking about deleting the movie trilogy they set up for the past, what is it, five years now? No, 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 no. The answer is no. It's not worth sharing. <laughs> Yet here we are talking about it. Here no, we're, we're talking, just talking about, about it, it, but we're using it as salty. an example. It's a martyr. Yes. We're, <laughs> yes. A cautionary tale. It's a learning moment. Yeah. Basically, so as Adrian's saying, this rumor comes from a YouTube channel where someone has heard through the grapevine, quote unquote, that Disney is looking to reset uh, canon, basically, and I guess ignore the sequel trilogy by using the concept of world between worlds from Re- that was introduced in Rebels. Um, to, I don't know, make the sequel trilogy a alternate timeline, I believe is what they say. They want to pull a Terminator? I didn't actually read the thing you shared. (laughs) Yeah, no, don't, because I was like, oh, my head hurts as I read that article. (laughs) Um, don't, don't read it. Um, it's fine. Basically, it's a bunch of baloney that someone has made up on the internet to get noticed um i guess because they didn't like the sequel trilogy fine you don't like the sequel trilogy there are still people who don't like the prequel trilogy whatever there's a lot of other (laughs) star wars to enjoy who cares um get over it sorry you know Uh, (laughs) i will say some of these peeps get creative with their quote-unquote news i mean that's pretty creative. Using the world between worlds, yes, yeah. I agree. They're using that established mythology yeah. of Star Wars to to uh, bash on Cross. the sequels. So, yeah, you've done your homework. You you are a fan. I will give you that. <laughs> you have watched well, the stuff. <laughs> yeah, but there's no way Disney made billions of dollars on the sequel trilogy and spent. Let's see, they acquired Lucasfilm in 2012. Yes. So it's been eight years. Yeah. Uh, no. Like, the probability of that happening, legitimately happening, is so close to zero, it doesn't even matter. Like, there's no way. 
Do I think that Lucasfilm is going to move away from, like, the whole saga and do some other stuff? Yes, but I'm pretty sure that that's already kind of been confirmed. Like, we're supposed to be stepping away from the Skywalker saga to open up the galaxy far, far away more. So, really... <laughs> whatever like <laughs> and, and again the bottom line here I, I've said this many times before in the past Star Wars Star Wars whatever Star Wars is out at the moment is for the younger kids Disney is especially under Disney's rule Disney is investing in the kids right now they are investing in all the little girls dressing up like Ray. they are investing and um all the people uh, with Bo- with Poe Dameron helmets, little or uh, little Kylo Ren outfits, you know, they're investing in that this new generation, you know, our kids or little siblings, you know, what have you. They are not going to scrap an entire series no. of films yeah. to appease older fans that have issues with it because it's not the Star Wars they uh, got invested in when they were the same age. Star Wars is for everybody. But for that to be true, it has to be for kids, and it has historically historically been for kids. It's for 12-year-olds. Always, it's for, yeah. It's for 8-year-olds. It's for 10-year-olds. It's for what have you. You can enjoy it as an adult. We we obviously do. But, you know. <laughs> Man, no. Eh, you know, what's, I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's this just rumors like this are more hilarious to me than anything else because it's people... I mean, it's creative. Like, yes, like you said, you can tell that someone is aware of what else is going on in Star Wars <laughs> with the animated stuff. Like, they clearly, they they know the Star Wars expanded universe as it is now. But, like, <sighs> Lucasfilm is a multi-billion dollar property. Disney has invested a lot of money and gotten a lot of money in return. Just like monetarily, yes, you know, they're not gonna walk it back now. Like, there's no way. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and I it's guess okay if, it's okay if you didn't like the sequel trilogy yeah, and aren't thrilled totally cool. with it. Like, that's fine. There's a lot of other Star Wars content that you can still enjoy that, you know, hopefully you, you will enjoy. But leave you know, people alone, <laughs> leave people alone that like, yeah. It. For one, you know, like Disney is not just going to erase this unless some other larger conglomerate media group comes along and buys Disney <laughs> and erases everything that they've done. You know, like it's just it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. This is insane. Uh- <laughs> wow. Some like interdimensional Disney that shows up in our dimension and buys our Disney. Yeah, it's the multiverse. The multiverse Disney. <laughs> Disney Prime. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanos coming along Thanos. and snapping his fingers and erasing, you know, the sequel trilogy from canon. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. It's just not a thing. It's wishful thinking. But there's so much else out there. So, like, if you don't like the sequel trilogy, cool. Watch something else. Read something else. You know, we have a lot, so... Anyway, this some, just made me laugh a lot. Some would say we have too much. Yeah, because it's ridiculous. So, just laugh about it because people are crazy. We're all at home going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And that has been our TED Talk. Thank you very much. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, oh, oh, my drink is empty. This is sad. So now we have to wrap up the podcast. (laughs) I don't know. I still get about half of my drink. Take it away, Adrian. (laughs) Uh, Let's not. I'm getting kind of sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I guess on one final note, we got a cast list for the Afra audiobook that's coming out. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be good. I'm looking, still looking forward to that. Mark Thompson as Darth Vader for the win. Heck yeah. The dude is a Star Wars audiobook pro. Yes, he is. Like He's a legend. Concur. Yes. Anytime I, see a, I get a Star Wars audiobook and I see it's Mark Thompson, I'm like, okay. You know it's going to be good. It's going to be good. The story might suck. That's irrelevant. Mark Thompson is not going to suck. <laughs> that is like a guarantee. Yes. Mark Thompson is great. And he's done a lot of the Star Wars stuff. He has done he's, so much. He's really good. If you haven't listened to an audiobook read by Mark Thompson, I would highly recommend it. He's really good. Even if you think audiobooks are not really your thing, just give it a try. Star Wars usually does the full treatment um, with music and sound effects mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's it's a kind of a level above a regular audiobook. The Afra is going to be an actual legitimate audio drama. Ooh, uh, like so Lost. So there are multiple voice actors that are working on it. And there'll also be music and um sound effects but but mark thompson like just if you haven't if you haven't been treated to him reading just a regular star wars audiobook i would definitely like adrian highly recommend he does a fantastic job um really can't go wrong so yes it's cool to see him included on the list for sure uh, I'm looking forward to this because it looks like in the the Lucasfilm article they've um they've got they have um it's there's gonna be more Santa Staros, which is awesome. I can always get down <laughs> with that. Um so they've kind of expanded it a little. Um it looks like we're getting a cameo from Maz Kanata, which if I'm remembering <laughs> the comics she does not show up at all so it is going to be slightly different from afra's introduction in the comic but that's That's okay and fun yeah no i mean i'm i'm down with that so bring it on this is gonna be this is gonna be good uh so i totally recommend uh last shot as an audiobook there there are two voices in that one but mark thompson is one of them and that's the one that made me really realize his range as a i'll call him a voice actor like he he's a voice actor i think too by trade right not just audiobooks Uh, maybe i don't you know honestly i can say i don't know um but i know he's done a lot of the star wars audiobooks specifically he would be amazing to have on your star wars trivia team (laughs) with just how many uh star wars books he's done so yeah, last shot. Do it. It's weird, and there's Twi'lek butt in it. All the more reason to read it. <laughs> Wink. Uh... <laughs> and on that note, we and will be bringing note... this weird, strange, uh, liquored up episode to an end. 
This uh, was podcast therapy for us, so sorry. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> Tuesday, sorry. but it's been a rough week. We've we've each had some some blows. Yes, yeah, it's been. Can't really think more than me, but uh, yeah, well, you know, we'll survive. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Oh, he did. He did honor among thieves, which I haven't read yet, but I need to. Um, sorry, this is Mark Thompson. Mark Thompson. I'm I'm looking now. I'm on Wikipedia to see which audiobooks he's done. He's done a lot. Oh, he did Dark Disciple. Did you listen to that? Yes, yes. Dark you? Disciple is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, new Dawn. He, did Dark- he also did a New Dawn. Which we keep saying we're going to do a book club We on. are going to do that next week, Adrian. Swear to God, we're finally going to talk about New Dawn next week. We've put it off way too long. Don't, don't yell at me, Kat. Next week. Calm down. <laughs> I'm not yelling. Maybe I'm yelling a little. I get kind of loud. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we're going to do it next week. Or the week after. Next week. <laughs> or the week after. Next episode will be a New Dawn. <laughs> I mean, he's done a lot. So he's done. He did the aftermath books. He did Thrawn, um, Canto Bite. Which spoiler alert: if you haven't read that, it's actually a lot of fun. The Canto Bite book. It's four short stories. I was unsure going into that. Highly recommend. It was a lot more fun than I thought it would be. So just a note. Um, yeah. Oh, he also did Resistance Reborn. So FYI, I couldn't remember if he did Resistance Reborn or not. He did. I did the audiobook for that one, too. At least it's on Wikipedia. (laughs) Mm. So, yes. So, Mark Thompson, great guy, very good voice actor. Highly recommend his audio versions of the Star Wars books if you're not really into reading. Actually, yeah, you're right. I remember thinking his Poe Dameron was spot on. Dude does a good Poe. Nice. (laughs) nice. A really good Poe. I do have to say I've been listening or was listening to Heir to the Jedi and I really enjoyed Mark Thompson's narration or reading of it, but I still haven't finished it, which is nothing on Mark Thompson. It's just other real life stuff. So just so you know. Cool deal. So, uh, yes, our, our release schedule has been kind of weird lately for several reasons. But, yeah, we'll try and get back on normal schedule uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to follow us, you can do so on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Force Fan Podcast. Uh, if you want to talk with me directly, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Blue Lab Pro. But I'm kind of backing off on the Twitter, so Instagram is a better, uh, better, uh, better bet. And you can find me on Twitter all the time at Cat Ray, and on Instagram some of the time at Cat Ray. But Twitter is where your home girl lives right now. So this is very, very true. <laughs> find me there, peeps. I'm happy to talk to anyone about almost anything. Also very true. <laughs> Although I did get back on Twitter today just to call you out for not watching a movie. <laughs> is this the part where you yell at me like you promised that you were going to yell? I'm sorry. <laughs> I so I'm not going to yell at you, but I, I just like how petty I am that I got back on Twitter <laughs> just for that. So I apologize. I do need to watch. Uh, what is it called? Oh my god! 
I'm sorry. <laughs> now I've been drinking and I can't remember. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not that annoyed, by the way. I just like teasing Kat because she doesn't watch movies. I know. I just really felt like rewatching something this weekend, but I will watch Hunt for Wilder People. I promise. I mean, it's got Sam Neill in it, and I love Sam it's Neill. A, so take a Watiti film with Sam Neill in it. I know. It's I know. Like, I will watch it. I will watch it's it. It's like perfection on a disc. Okay, I'm watching it. I watched Looper. You got me to watch Looper, so and you liked it. I loved it. Looper was great. Looper was fantastic. <laughs> loved it. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. All right, peeps. Well, uh, on that note, uh, it was great talking with you, Kat. And uh, yeah, uh, may the force be with you all. And then some. From Blue Lab Productions, thanks for listening to Force Fan Podcast with Adrian, Kat Ray, and John. Edited and produced by Adrian Misa with original music composed by Brooke Monroe and original art by Mitsu Overstreet. Please rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All rights reserved. <laughs>